0: Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! <laughs> Look at the Sandman! He is fired up! It's the T Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. Little blooper towards second,
1: and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego.
0: Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405 651 3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405 329
1: 9000. He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, wall, goal! Tied in Norman! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback!
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. I really, truly, honestly have no regrets of my time
1: in Cleveland, of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know know that. I feel disrespected, mm. 100%, mm. because I was told one thing, and they completed another.
0: 1-0 pitch, there's a ground ball toward the middle. It is scooped up by Gavin Lux. He played the short hop. On to first. Urshela's out, and Kershaw is perfect through seven innings.
1: It's a hard thing to do, to have to come out of a game when you're doing that, but like I said, we're here to win, and that uh this was the right choice. Rebound's going to be
2: taken by Trey with five seconds. Trey, foul line, jumper on the way, and good.
1: So the Hawks win the play-in game, and they've also won themselves an all-expense trip to Cleveland tomorrow. Final score, Hawks 132 and the Hornets 103.
0: There's the horn. This one belongs to the Pelicans, and we will see you in Los Angeles Friday night.
1: Nine days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot to have amnesia.
2: Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. <laughs>
1: All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Thursday, April 14. Bringing it local now. Blasting across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. It's the T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref, the Homa Sooner fans. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. My man Brian Yarnell and the folks over there at XOE doing it right. i got to talk more about them in a second. I'm the bad boy of Oklahoma Sports Radio and we thank you for tuning us in. Today, as we try to get your day started on the right foot, get college baseball tonight, college softball tonight. Uh, OU softball number one, ranked 36-0 Sooners on the road at Texas tonight, 6 o'clock. Baseball at home this weekend in non-conference action. They will play Pacific in the central time zone tonight, 6.30 start. We'll talk more about each of those coming up in a bit, but right now, let's welcome in my very best friend in the entire world, the star of this show, T.J. Perry. T.J., good morning. How are you today?
2: A particular person in this building, and I will be talking a little bit later this morning. Um, (laughs) Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. We'll be having a conversation. (laughs) People do not work (laughs) against me in
1: this building. You understand? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Did you hear the promo that he put together, Drake put together last night on the Eagle and the Bison? Yes. It's pretty good. Yeah. I actually loaded that one into the system this morning. It's pretty good. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is the way we do promos, I never hear our own promos.
2: Yeah, but I I, I do. And I told him the other day, I was like, look, I'm tired of wild peckers, all right? Do something with the wild
1: peckers. Get it out of there. Why don't you, uh, if you're going to be mean to him, why don't you say we need a new promo uh, every week? Lay down the law and tell him we need a promo. Honestly, we that's his goal. Say some, we yeah. say something fantastic at least once a week, TJ. Come on. Honestly, that's his goal, but, you know, people
2: get busy. People get busy. They got things going on. So What's he doing? No, that's true. You're I don't Going to Rudy's on Thursday night? Walks around the building, like, bossing people around. I don't know what he does around here. I'm just kidding. How are you today, Teach? I'm tired, man. Baseball's oh, boy, wearing here me we out. go. Buckle up, everybody. What'd you dream about last night, Teach? Nothing, man. Nothing. I had no right? dreams that I know of. No. But I did something that I never do. I hit the snooze and slept, fell back asleep until the snooze went off again. So then I was like, you know, you do that rushing panic. I'm not late, but I'm like, <gasps> I'm late. Because I don't normally hit the snooze and fall back asleep. So, um, but I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. That's disappointing. Yeah, I don't, if I had a dream last night, I don't remember a single second of anything. So, no Michelle Tafoya tonight. No, (laughs) No, nothing like we had yesterday. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I guess. Yeah. Just uh, another late night at the ball yard. Just. Baseball man, it kept guys me up play all last week. night? Yeah, we played last night. How'd it go? Um, a uh, hard-fought, grinded-out 12 to 11 victory. So it was good, good. That's good, good. That's a good, good thing. Had to come to overcome some uh, adversity. Really? There were moments between me and my son. Uh oh. So, uh oh, you guys didn't get along. About something? No, it wasn't that. It was, we were the home team. We had never played this team before. We'd never seen this team before. And um, we're still working through some things. So there were some new people at positions last night. It was Bronx's first uh, start of the year. And we found out the home plate umpire was straight out of uh, Major League Baseball. And his strike zone. It was consistent both ways. I'll give him credit. Uh But boy, right. he wanted some 11-year-olds to be just dead on, just oh, dead right. on. He would give them nothing. And I'm talking both sides, just 3-2 count after 3-2 count after 3-2 count, and then guys would just end up walking after. So Bronx gave up his allotted seven runs in the top of the first, and on, it was man. a it was a bit of a shock to him. He has not done that in a long time. And he came off the field, and there were uh, tears welling up. And I saw it, and I'm like, dude, what's wrong? And he goes, I'm letting everyone down. Just take me out. I'm no good. I'm terrible. And I pulled him to the side. I said, you're not coming out. Yes, I am. I'm not pitching ever again. please. No. Please, everyone be quiet. So we had our little moment. We had our little talk. Yeah. What was hard on that was he's our leadoff hitter, so it's immediately like you got to go oh get in the boy. box and hit. You know, it's like, so he goes, he gets on, he comes around and scores, and then it's it's on. everybody's like loosened up. We score our seven, we tie it. He goes out there the second inning and
1: answers back, baby. Answers
2: back, holds them to two runs, made a uh, picked off a kid at second. Woo. Um, we go, we score five, I think, in the bottom half, take the lead. And by then, I think time's up. Like the first inning, (laughs) the first inning took 45 minutes to play. We've got an hour and 20 minute time limit. So I'm like, well, we're not getting many innings in here. So after we hit in the second, I'm thinking, they got to call this. Like we're right at it. So I go and ask him, like, what's the time, Blue? And he's like, two minutes. So we've got to start this top half. And I'm like, oh. It's like, all right, guys, you got to go get three outs. And uh, Bronx is. In between innings, it was a big debate between me, Bronx, and another coach on whether he was going out for the third. And I was like, "Dude, your pitch counts up. I got to take you out." And uh, yep, he uh, like uh... he comes to me and he goes, "Give me one more hitter." And I oh. said, "All right, giving you one more. I'm giving you one more hitter." And he went and I think he got a strikeout, and then he waved me off because I was coming out to get him. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks a kid. And then I go back out there and I'm like, all right, that's it. And he goes, wait, because he knew I was putting Eli and he goes, if I come out and Eli has to come in here and pitch just this little bit, is that going to mean he doesn't get to start on Monday? I go, that's Monday, dude. I don't know who's starting Monday. And I was like, your pitch count's way up. And he goes, one more hitter. And I go, fine, one more hitter. And uh, I don't even remember what happened with that hitter, but I gave him the one more hitter and put Eli in and Eli shut it down and we got out of there with a one run victory so it was a it was a good game though it was a good game wow. back and forth game both teams battled and drama yeah it was drama at the end and we played it out got our three outs and they they called game so
1: the kids got a little heart to him yeah well
2: they all did uh, they were all kind of down after shit. that top of the first and they hadn't had that happen to them in a while with seven runs being put on them in an inning
1: so they were all kind of like uh what do we do that, here I'll so. tell you what that is right there that is a, an ice cream-worthy victory right there. A hard-fought one-run win. You had to overcome adversity. That is an ice cream-worthy win. Did you go get some ice cream Close. after the game, Teach? Close. Before we
2: left the house, I said, Hey, grab a snack bag. You grab yourself some goldfish. So you have something to eat on the way home. And then on the way home, he goes, Man, I'm hungry. I said, You got your goldfish? He goes, Yes! My goldfish! He was super happy over his goldfish. Coach K <laughs>
1: takes an L.
2: <laughs> goldfish? We're not stopping for
1: ice cream. It was what almost 10 o'clock a- at that point.
2: I'm getting home and Two getting in bed. 2 year
1: old? Oh, oh my God. My gosh. kid loves
2: some goldfish. We have to go with the Sams. Oh. We have to go with the Sams goldfish. We this go through so no much goldfish at our house. Put his heart on the line for this
1: team. He's out there taking seven hey, in the they first. They all put their heart on the line. He's great. Battle. it up. He, he got back out there, he stared down adversity, he refused to come out in the middle of the fire, he William wallace this thing, and you treat him like a two-year-old and say eat some goldfish after the game? <laughs> I don't treat him like anything.
2: To this what day, it's still, slap in the it's face still one that? of his, his favorite snacks. And I'm going to say, as a 48-year-old man, I like me some goldfish, too. Uh, one of the funny moments in the, the game last night—I'll give you this—is this funny because of what went down in baseball yesterday. So I'm sitting there, me and another coach are talking to him. I'm like, "Dude, you're up at like 60 pitches, man. You got to come out. Like, this is your first start. We're not going to have you hurt your arm." And um, Kershaw. Uh, yeah, I said I said something to uh, somebody. I said, uh, "Jens is standing there, and Jens is one of my favorite kids because he'll just smile at you and then he'll just giggle and." Like, uh, he's looking at uh, Bronx, and he's like, Bronx, you don't want to hurt your arm. And Bronx is like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to go one more. Um, And I said, you're almost at Clayton Kershaw's pitch count. And they pulled him with a perfect game. And Jens, at that point, was about to start walking away. And he spun, and he goes, what? What did you just say? (laughs) He never reacts to anything. He's a quiet kid. And I said, Clayton Kershaw, he had a perfect game today. And they took him out after, like, 70 pitches or 80 pitches, whatever it was. And uh, and Jens goes, why would they ever do that? And I said, I don't know. you got to ask the coach of the, the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And he goes, that's terrible. And he just walked
1: away. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, quick story. I don't think I told you this yesterday. Um, so Tuesday, out in Amarillo, uh, Oklahoma, beats the number 4 ranked team in the country. Yes. Great win. Great we talked win. about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. 14 to 9 the final. Five home runs in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh Brett Squires guys, and Blake Robertson each hits. had five hits. Right. Uh fantastic I think we talked about that yesterday. Anyway, what I didn't mention is immediately after the game uh Skip called everybody together in right field and gave him a way to go speech and then afterwards he said uh on the bus ride on the way home, everybody gets uh, a small bag of Cheez Its. And they were like, fantastic! Thank <laughs> you, coach! And man, what a trip home. Cheez Its, not like uh, they like each got their own individual pack. You understand what I'm saying? Like 14 right. or 15 a piece in there? Mm-hmm. I mean, fantastic. So why are you getting on to me about centers. goldfish? Aren't those the same thing as Cheez Its? I'm kidding, dude. They oh. fed them. Oh. They gave him a giant barbecue meal with potato <laughs> well, salad and if we had peach cobbler to it. and all kinds of stuff because they earned it.
2: If we had they were traveled champions to Amarillo out there and had a drive oh back gosh. from Amarillo, I would have fed the goldfish. kids. We had an what hour a, and twenty-minute game in Norman, Oklahoma. It, it I'm not feeding eats the some kids goldfish. I cooked him hey.
1: dinner beforehand. All hey. right. Did you get him? A, maybe did you give him some water with those goldfish? He did have or water. Yeah. That would be.
2: He did have his uh, water. He did have his water. Hey, 6, my kid's perfectly happy
1: with some goldfish. Uh, <laughs> he's it. perfectly I'm happy. I'm sure you're good. My kid didn't want ice cream. He only wants goldfish. Oh, he would have taken the, the ice win. cream. I'm just saying, oh, he's perfectly gosh. fine with some goldfish. Oh, boy. Jimmy Crooks was like, Coach, can we have Cheez Its after the game? Shall we? All right. Uh, Thursday morning. Completely different. Thanks, 405 <laughs> 3299,000. 405 if you'd like to call in. Cheez-Its are delicious, too. I'm not turning away any Cheez-Its. You can text message the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Which is better, Goldfish or Cheez-Its? Boy, I'll I'm I'll asking. take
2: either. I probably lean Goldfish more just because they're in the house more. But
1: it's a toss-up for me on that. I'm a slight Cheez-It lean on that. Yeah. Uh, I think I feel like I'm stealing some of my nephew's food if I eat the goldfish. I'm like, we better save that for when (laughs) little man comes over. I'll eat the adult (laughs) cheeses.
0: We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad Boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle Exit 108.
2: Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the morning show. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour with the Norman Regional Hospital HealthPlex and specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here serving all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. I did get a look uh, the game before us at a team we had not seen before. And uh, I can tell you right now, we are already mentally beat. I talked to a coach from the team they were playing yesterday in between innings. I called him over. I said, how old are these kids? He goes, dude, I'm questioning it. Their their third baseman, I am not joking, was about 5'9", 180. Like a massive individual for 11 years old. Like I've never seen a kid this big. And I'm like, I looked at the outfield and uh, kids out there dancing in the outfield for them. He gets up at bat next at bat, puts one out, which I've never seen anyone even hit it to the fence. And he puts it out against the wind, but it curves foul. And I'm like, and uh, that coach was still standing there with me. He goes, yeah, he goes, we walked up, and they saw the pitcher warming up, and they're like, that kid throws 100 miles an hour. And I said, he doesn't throw 100. And they're like, Coach, he throws hundred miles an hour, and I'm like, "All right, well, we're done <laughs> He goes, "He goes, we were, we were never in the game." He goes, "It was just, I'm just like, how quickly this run rule happens." Are they
1: from Norman? Or are they? I don't out know. Of town, Traveling I, superstar. I think team they're a
2: traveling something. superstar team because I'll give Get them this out of here too with your traveling. Superstars. I'll give them this too. Their uniforms are sweet. Fire. They are fire. And uh, our coach was out again last night. uh, Serious drip. And I I texted him about that team. He goes, Oh, I saw him selling car watches on the corner the other day. And uh, (laughs) he goes, He goes, I I was like, Where'd they get those major league uniforms? (laughs) So I'm looking forward to that team in a few weeks when (laughs) they're hitting home runs out of the field, which, like I said, I've never seen before. So Uh, air comfort solutions text slide. Regarding your fence discussion yesterday, (laughs) this is from Boomerang, by the way, Uh, smooth side out for improved security. However, privacy fences inherently degrade security because they obscure what is happening behind the fence. So someone can break into your house unobserved to neighbors. So privacy fence for privacy, chain link fence for security, and yay for never been to Spain opening the uh, theme music. Keep up the great work.
1: Thank you, Boomerang. So uh, Brian Yarnell and the guys at Extreme Outdoor Equipment came out to the house yesterday to bring the bad boy mower. And while I'm there, they said, so let's talk about the fences. (laughs) A little discussion about how the fences are supposed to be and everything. Uh, It's crazy how everybody's got their opinion on things. What was their opinion
2: on the man mowing your yard as they're delivering a bad boy mower to you?
1: They didn't say that, but uh, we didn't talk about that. But I will say, dude, this thing is unbelievable. Um, It is a ZT Elite, and I can't wait to tell you about it. I really wish I could have mowed my yard yesterday and come on here today to tell you about it. But as previously mentioned, my yard has already been mowed. (laughs) I was so irritated yesterday. Uh he would. they were like teaching me how to drive it. I've never driven a zero turn before, so I'm doing, you know, I'm doing circles in my front yard and trying to keep from hitting people and things. And anyway, uh I can't wait. I can't wait. It's really really cool, but I haven't had a chance to mow anything yet, so I'll have to wait to tell you uh about how it clips the grass, but
2: Now they at least they uh, showed you how to use this thing, right? I'm worried yes. about you. I'm worried about yes. you. This is too much of a mower for you, I'm afraid.
1: Well, it could be true. It is definitely very, very masculine. I it yeah, It's very manly. It's very masculine. There's a lot of testosterone built into the bad boy mower. Just the name itself, you know. <laughs> and it's possible it's too much mower for me. Uh, So I don't know. I mean, that'll be part of the thing. I may give you my first report on it, let's say, next week, and... Come back and say I ran into a fence or I broke down crying. I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but I am super excited. Just sitting, in my, I uh, like four or five times yesterday. I just went out to my garage so I could look at it. You know the, you know I was like, come here. Yeah, my wife came home. I was like, come here. Let me show you the more. My son came home. I was like, come here. Let me show you the more. Just slowly walking sweet,
2: by, man. uh just uh, kind of smoothly putting the hand across the seat as you walk by. Yeah, winking at yeah.
1: it. Yeah. Uh, Jenny went out and sat on it last night. I was like you got to get up there and uh, sit on that thing, man. It's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a, a, a recliner in your living room. It's so plush. Go ahead, baby, climb up on that bad boy. <laughs> Check her out. Stop
0: <laughs> <that>. Stop <laughs> it.
1: So anyway, thank you. Uh, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to uh, being able to give you a full report on my new bad boy, sixty inch ZT Elite. From uh, Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Gosh,
2: the name even sounds cool,
1: doesn't it? Yeah. By the way, folks, XOE is the place to go. They got two locations: one in Goldsby, one in Newcastle, and they got everything there for your manly spring and summer ahead under one roof. You could buy a bad boy zero turn mower, a tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land, a four wheeler side by side or UTV to take you hunting, fishing. Or just playing, have it fun. You can rent a motorhome there. They got it all. It's my new favorite place in the world. It's Disney World, TJ. It's extreme outdoor equipment. Wow, what were we talking about before that?
0: Uh, oh, no, the private. We
1: had equipment. an incident. We had an incident last night at the house. So I, I, uh, Trev's making steaks. The girls are at uh, volleyball practice, and mm-hmm. me and Trev are home. And Trev operates the grill when he's home. He likes to do the grilling. He's he's the master chef. So he is making steaks. And when he turns on the grill last night, it has this big boom, like something broke. And I was sitting in the house, and I heard it, and I rushed out back. I was like, Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, "The it's uh, something about the gas, and it kind of gave me a little bit of a fireball. But uh, it was a big boom, and I was looking at it. So one, something inside the grill popped. It wasn't in the propane line. It was like one of the little pipes underneath the grill. So I was like, "Well, forget that. we are in using this thing until either we have it looked over or we're gonna have to get a new grill." I've had it for like three years now. So. Yeah, I've had that. I don't happen. know how long you keep a grill. Man.
2: Uh, same thing. Pop, boom. That that just the sound. Did it did, did it sound like a bomb when it went off?
1: Yeah, yeah. well, um, I mean, like a small bomb. I right, scared. Right, right. The, crap out of me cuz i'm inside and i he was out back and i was just like oh my god what just happened so um so i was like no more grill but he already had the steaks all out and everything and we are planning on eating and so i was like well just throw them on the stove let's make them in the skillet you know i don't know what else to do old school yeah old school i don't even know if i could make a steak that way to be honest so he was like i can do it in the cast we got these cast iron skillets remember i got them okay. as a christmas gift i yeah. think one year mm-hmm. he's like i can make them in the cast iron so he does. He makes them in the cast iron skillet. But our house looked like I would imagine Snoop Dogg's house looks like most <laughs> of the time, because it quickly filled, filled up, up with filled smoke. Up everything, yeah. And we were all like just coughing and wheezing, and like I can't even see to get into the kitchen. I'm opening doors and windows and turning on ceiling fans. I'm bringing a fan. Smoke it was alarm was going like, off. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to keep it away. Yes, exactly. So we ate snakes. Uh, snakes. We ate steaks in the middle of like a f- fog in our house last night. It was delicious, but we were like coughing after every bite and everything. It's like a, like, Can it's I like go a Griswold dinner. You're like just <laughs> great kids. Uh, great steaks, kids. <laughs> a little tough. Uh, there were really good clothes asking if she could eat outside. It was, it was the sun had set. So it was cold out there and everything It was, uh, it was quite an experience, but I, I think I got to go get a new grill teach for the new, uh,
2: yeah, I new, think for the summer, I think when that happened to mine, I never trusted it again. I think the same thing. I think we got rid of that grill and I had a friend last summer, his was one of those that the, uh, the gas is built into the house, you know, and then it connects to the, to the grill. Uh, his did, and it, it did, it, it, he was in the hospital, I, he was hospitalized, uh, burns all over his body, that thing blew up oh, on him, geez. so, yeah, I think, oh, man. I think when that did that to me, and it it kind of came back in my face, and like, I jerked back and was out of the way in time, but I don't think I ever used that grill again, I think we replaced that thing, even though I didn't know if it needed to be, but I didn't trust it, so,
1: yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I can't. It, it sounded when you tried to turn it back on. It sounded like the gas was coming out at a hundred t- hundred miles an hour. And I was like, yeah, no, "We're not lighting this I thing." Not like that at all. all. So. No. Anyway, yeah, it's a, an excuse to get a new grill. You know, oh. that's not that's not a bad uh, thing. In the...
2: the smoky house uh, is worth it instead of uh, what the alternative could have been. So, uh, I'm no glad joke. he's all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, we need to take a break on this Thursday morning. We've got Mark Williams coming up live today. His team begins the pursuit of a national championship this week in Norman. We'll talk to the head coach. we got DeMarco Murray coming up a little bit later on OTD today.
0: We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Bob Stoops is back in the XFL. That announcement yesterday, we found out the eight coaches in the return of the XFL, and one of them is once again our very own Bob Stoops. Yo, Bobby! What do you think, Teach?
2: What do you think uh, Bob would have said to you or I if in 2010 we told him in 2022 after a, uh, what has it been, a two-year hiatus from the XFL, you will return to the XFL, and when you return, The Rock will be your boss? Uh, would have told uh, us. We were
1: crazy. I don't got time for this. The okay? Rock. The hey, Rock get out of here with that nonsense, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to win football games. The Rock and okay? The Rock's ex-wife
2: Sorry. will be your bosses. They'll own the league. Um, Obviously, he enjoyed it that first time around, and then, you know, to no fault of their own, the pandemic kind of got on, They had to shut it down, and then the ownership change did happen. So I think that kind of took him out of doing anything last year, and when – I can't remember Danny's last name. I know The Rock's ex-wife's name is Danny something, but I know when the two of them Danny bought that Garcia. Garcia, that's what it is. Yeah, I knew uh, I knew that from Young Rock. Uh, he's just now starting to date her uh, in his Canadian Football League days. Um, they wanted to do it right, so they didn't want to rush anything. So we'll see. But obviously, Bob enjoys it. He's going back, and he said, you know, I had fun. I enjoyed being around the guys, and it's the perfect scenario for him. It puts him around football some, but doesn't overwhelm him or feel like uh, it's got to become a full-time commitment to where he still can't golf and travel and do the things that he's uh, enjoying so much right now, the the you know Fox Game Day show, all that that he's doing that he loves so much. So he's just living his best life. So Before, when this happened, you and I were like, what is going on? Now it's like... I enjoyed it. We saw kind of what it was. Go have yourself a weekend here and there uh, a few times throughout the year. So not surprising he returned to it.
1: I am more shocked than I was the first time. Really? Yes. Because you did actually enjoy it? I... I think he really likes the Fox thing. I thought he really liked the Fox thing, and he was really good at it. Was he not going back to that? I don't see how he could do both. When does this season run? I don't know.
2: I thought this season ran. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Like, uh, Well, if he's given up the Fox thing, then I am am really surprised. I thought he would continue
1: to do that. Maybe it maybe it doesn't conflict. I but, don't think it I conflicts. I mean, that's going to be. I could be wrong about he's that. He's going to work that much? He's going to do both? That's one he's day a week. to coach a team and do Fox? It's not <laughs> one day a week. you got to coach a team. I know, but I don't know that they practice you more than practices? one or two days a week. <laughs> they don't
2: practice full-time, do they? Yes. Huh. You don't show up and coach the game and go home. I think they do, kind of. Those guys work other jobs and stuff. Even the players. Or that's they how it was run before. I'm not saying they practice. I'm saying they don't practice like it's not college or He's NFL. They're out there
1: every day. He's got to put all this research into drafting oh, a Bob, team. Bob's not doing all this research.
2: Bob's showing up once a week and coaching a team for six, seven games a year, whatever it is.
1: It's the XFL, man. I I don't know. I, think I didn't I like it the first it time, around, around, the, I uh, like time around. I don't like it this time around. I don't. I don't, he's Bob Stoops. I just feel like this is beneath him. It's some trumped up professional league, second rate professional league run by a wrestler. Like, if it was the NFL, okay, but I don't know. I just, I like where he's at right now. He's, he was, he is, I don't know. I think they're bringing back Urban Meyer now. He was the number one guy on the Fox show, uh, coaching analyst-wise. He was great at it last year. He loved it. Uh, And he's going back to do this again? I just, I don't know. I cringed when I heard it yesterday.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to see here on what their run dates are. You know, it's going to fire back up in 2023, but it looks like this article is just talking about Bob and Wade Phillips and Jim Hazlitt, and the rest of the guys that are going to be coaches. It looks like maybe April. Like, it's going to run April, maybe eight to ten games. So, it's not going to conflict with the Fox thing, I don't think.
1: Happy retirement. He's going to do Fox for six months and then coach a professional football team for <laughs> Again, six months. The Fox
2: thing, he flies in, does it, flies out. I don't, it's not a, it's not committing. I know, I know he studies throughout the week and does some work and... Uh, preps for it and everything. He's he's ready for it. He, you can tell that on Saturdays when he's there talking with the guys. But he's got time for all his other things that he's loving to do.
1: Wade Phillips, Jim Hazlitt, Bob Stoops, Terrell Buckley, Heinz Ward, Rod Woodson, Reggie Barlow, and Anthony Becht are the eight head coaches announced by The <laughs> Rock yesterday. <laughs> 2010
2: oh Bob Stoops. You will coach in a league owned by The Rock against Wade Phillips on a Saturday in April. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> he was, He would think his uh, following years after that with Oklahoma have just been disastrous.
1: <laughs> and his world yeah. has fallen apart. <laughs> there, I feel like there's something like we don't know involved here that has gotten him to agree to do this.
2: Well, you know, he had a lot of stake in the previous ownership. I don't know what his structure and deal is now. But what it structured the last time that if it was successful, it was going to pay off big time for him?
1: I don't know. So it's an investment, you're telling I me. I think
2: so. I think he's got some
1: parts You're all for it, man. It. Look at you. I wasn't, bo- You hate... <laughs> I thought you hated these other leagues I that do. pop up to try I, to compete. I, with the I NFL. do, and guess
2: what? I'm not going to do. I won't watch probably any of these because XFL the rocks games. associated with it. That's no, why you think it's good. I'm just Bob's happy man, and if he's happy doing that, then you know what? Last time I was confused by it. I was like, go coach college somewhere. But he just like, you know what? I kind of dug this when I did it before. I'm going to do it again, and I enjoyed it. So. Who well, am I to tell him not to go do it now at this point? And yes, I do believe in it more with The Rock owning it than I did previously when I couldn't even tell you who owned it. I I believe that anything Vince, The Rock touches Vince is owned gold. It. Oh, that's right, Vince did own it. Uh, well, Vince wasn't the second time around. I thought Vince is the one that talked
1: Bob into doing it.
2: Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe he just didn't have as big of a role as the previous XFL. I don't know why I'm all I'm all right with this at this point. I guess because I know Bob's not coming back and he's just kind of doing things that keep him around football but make him happy. So, and that's what this it is. It feels for him.
1: like to me, you think he's just going to half heart it and show up and coach no, a game. No, Bob go, never go home, half hearts home. anything. I'm saying
2: no, it doesn't take, like, take a gonna... commitment
1: that college does or the NFL does, well, though. Well, probably not. I, I, I'm with you on that, but he's not going to show up an hour before the game, coach the game, and then go out to eat and go home. I mean, this is going to be a serious commitment, you know? I mean, I, I, it's not going to be like that at all. I just – you're right. What do I care? It's his life. He can do what he wants. I just I – mean, I don't know. I don't know. Why. I just, You're I, surprised I ba- he likes it. Yes. Yeah. I have I a bad attitude that. about these secondary professional football leagues. I just think they're crap.
2: You don't trust I don't it more want with Bob The Rock Stutes owning it. You don't trust The Rock. But trust what? It's not going to work. The Rock is they, going to be your president here in uh, the next uh, near future.
1: The USFL <laughs> and the XFL and all these other things that have come along. They, they never work. None of them are going to work. And it'll be a fun story for a year or two. I, I just don't want to tarnish Bob's name at all by being associated with a flop. And I, just, I guess you're right. I just think this is going to flop.
2: And it may, and now you've got other competition because you've got the USFL firing up. So now there's all, you know, more competition for them. So, um, like I said, I I'll probably never watch a game. I mean, I'll probably pause if I'm flipping past it and see Bob on my television and he's coaching. I may pause for a second and watch it, but I'm not going to sit there and, you know, schedule anything around watching these games. So, right, that's know, the I'm point. With you on that? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Congratulations to Bob. If it makes him happy, and that's what he wants to do, obviously, I want him to be happy. I'm Bob, just I just want stunned. you to
2: know I support you hundred percent. That's Toby I that really, does not support you and is disappointed uh, in you.
1: I support you. I wish, really wish, you'd run these decisions by me, Bob, before you make them. I just, <laughs> Maddie, give me a call. I mean, I, I think the Fox thing was great for his profile. It was great for his legacy. It enhanced his already Hall of Fame uh, reputation and everything. I remember seeing him out there with whatever that Dallas team was, and they were playing crappy football, and I was thinking, I don't want Bob Stoops associated with this stuff, you know? So I'm just looking out for him a little bit.
2: By the way, how old is Wade Phillips now at this point? He's got to be way up there in age. Stand by. <laughs> I should know this if you were to give it if to me. If on only birthdays. there was
1: a way to look things <laughs> up like this.
2: <laughs> I just a random like thought I had some on the sort of, a Out of nowhere, it's not, not as if I was looking it up.
1: 74 years old. No,
2: he's younger than I thought. I was thinking upper 70s. <laughs> I would have missed that on B days, and I would have said 78, 77.
1: Now nah, you would have rationally thought it through and said, you know what? I think upper 70s, but I'll say 75 just so I get it. He's had that white I hair for 45 sides.
2: years, so it throws me off a bit. Yeah.
1: All right, 649. We'll be back.
0: T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the morning show.
2: Just finished watching the uh, preview for the Nolan Ryan documentary for the 10th time during that commercial break. Welcome back, everybody. Whew. We got a Nolan Ryan doc coming out? Facing Nolan. Looks incredible. Looks Wh- incredible. When and where? I, I, that I'm not sure. Like the preview that this guy tweeted out, I haven't seen. Uh, it's coming soon, though. I, I I heard him talking about it. I'm trying to find the date on it, but um, it's not like they don't show it on the on the trailer. So, soon. But I, I, I think it it's whole, like South by Southwest. Is it whole life
1: story or is it, uh, what, what's the theme?
2: Uh it's called Facing Nolan. It looks like almost like a Jordan S. type documentary where it's a bunch of former mm-hmm. guys, George Brett, Pete Rose are in it, uh guys that had to face him, Randy Johnson that went up against him, George uh, Bush is in it talking about it, so or talking about Nolan. So I think it premieres at South by Southwest whenever that film festival is. Right. And then it'll be released on one of the streaming services. So that'll
1: be cool. Does it cover his Short three-year stint with the Texas Rangers. It does. Stint. A lot of
2: highlights there with the Rangers in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So. I look forward to that. Well, you're, looking, you're looking for a fight today. Air Comfort Solutions text <laughs> line, White Cheddar Cheez-Its for the win.
1: Yeah, I like Cheez-Its.
2: Uh, Toby is going to be having a Michelle Tofoya type dream about bad boy mowers. <laughs> You might. You Michelle might Tafoya wore me out last night. Come on. now.
1: <laughs> I am very much looking forward to my first opportunity to ride the bad boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop and it. Mark. Stop um, it. Johnny Baseball wants to know if anyone wants two box seats for tonight's baseball game.
1: Oh, Wow. Well, I guess okay. they can text me and let me know, Johnny. Thing?
2: Like, what do I need to do? Yeah, let me know what I need to do. If someone texts me, I'm guessing he can forward it to him. If, uh, if you just need to email Johnny, let me know. If someone is interested in those, I'll, I'll let Johnny know. Uh, go with the pellet grill, Toby.
1: All right. Here we go. I, I didn't even think about bringing this up on the air. I'm going to get grill recommendations now. What are the yeah, advantages exactly. of a pellet grill, Teach?
2: I've heard of the pellet grills, but I don't really know much about them to give you that information. I mean, I've I've heard a couple of friends have pellet grills and swear by them, but when they start telling me about it, I think uh, it seems like a lot of work instead of just turning on my gas
1: and (laughs) making the click noise and the the fire lights for me. I I mean, the end of that story last night was I did have a delicious steak. I got to eat it in the comfort of my own home with A1 sauce on it, and it was fantastic. So that was the end of the story last night.
2: you got to remember the air fryer na- uh, next time. The air fryer will cook you a nice steak. It's crazy. It won't smoke up the house. You've done that before. Huh? I've done it before, yeah. Hmm. Uh, this texture says that it ran in February last time. When I looked it up, it said it ran in April. So okay. either right, way, it's screaming. outside of the college football season. Right. Uh, that's what this person's saying. No conflict with Fox. We're running in the spring. Um, Riley wouldn't let Bush and Liner interact on the Fox show.
1: Huh? Riley wouldn't let Bush and Liner interact on the Fox show. Hmm. Are you talking?
2: Know. Are they talking in the future? Like going forward, they're not gonna. He's not gonna let them interact with Bob. Or did they walk away from the show because Lincoln asked them to walk away? What are they talking about there?
1: I don't know. There's some some sort of a shot at Lincoln. I'm yeah, sure is what yeah. that was, TJ. But I don't know. I didn't understand it. Went above. It was too highbrow for us. All right, break time. Seven o'clock hour. We'll be back.